Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Picking up our great conversation from the last episode with broadcast veteran, director, live and recorded, Rick Eisleben. Let's get back to the episode. I wanted to ask this regarding uh, what, what's the difference uh, between getting on an airplane and going and shooting a project or a show or segments or stories overseas as opposed to staying in town and just shooting at the church? What are the, the challenges are completely different. Craig, overseas production, that is a big, big question and an important one. Uh, I would like to think that everybody out there listening gets a chance to travel because um, it's an exciting time to be asked to go somewhere and do a ministry project or even a secular project for a company uh, somewhere outside, out of, out of the country, or at least out of the area that you're most comfortable in. Um, it does require an extra degree of, of devotion. You're away from your family. You're away from your friends. You're away from your surroundings. I said earlier that I was gone for a month at a time uh, with uh, Rex Humbard, and I've, I've done oh, three-week trips with Benny Hinn when we've traveled around as well. That's a long time to be away. And uh, I even remember one time I finished a production of three weeks and had to fly home on Christmas Eve in order to be there for Christmas Day. And <laughs> the guests at my house said, you were a zombie. You were just totally out of it. And I said, yeah, well, I just flew halfway across the world to get there. But the, the trade out is the excitement you get. You are on the road. You're thinking on your feet. You may know your equipment there. You may know what you're supposed to get, but you don't know what the surrounding is actually going to be when you get there. And you have to be able to adjust to whatever is thrown at you, weather-wise or uh, police and officials, uh, uh, location shortcomings, uh, and, and come out with something that is the best. You don't just accept okay, I go out and do this and I come home. You got to be there thinking and looking around and saying, hey, wait a minute. It may be better if we go around the corner over here or how about this background behind them or let's shoot an hour later because the traffic builds up right now and it's not good. You have to be thinking out there uh, all these conditions for you when you're on the road. And it for a few of us who love doing it, that have a plan B and a plan C and a plan D sometimes in our mind, it's, uh, it's super, super exciting going out, meeting new people um, in a new surrounding, in a new country, which you may or may not understand the language, um, and creating something that you take back. And the big, big plus is uh, when it gets back and integrated into the local that you have it in, either a show or a church service, um, the people who are viewing there, the congregation gets really exciting to see about that little mission trip or that construction of the orphanage that they paid for. So it's, um, it's a, a, a dual sword. It's sometimes painful for you and you have to sacrifice when you hit the road, but 
the uh, the plus side is it really really increases the uh, value of of the presentation you're making when you're doing it uh, out on a location somewhere. Excellent. Uh, I was nodding my head as you police officials, cultures, uh, climate, uh, weather, food, hotels, travel, transport. I remember in Africa a number of times I'd come out with the crew to grab a taxi out in front of the hotel. Uh, taxi driver would say, where, where are we going? And I'd say, well, I'd have an address go, going here. And the very first thing that happened as soon as we pulled out of the hotel, they go straight to the gas station and fill up their tank. <laughs> go straight to the gas station. And I realized yeah. after a couple of times is they barely had enough gasoline in the tank and they were not going to put money into the tank uh, until they had a paying uh, customer or two or three in the taxi uh, that was going to give them money. Then they go fill up the tank and realize them that after they dropped us off somewhere, we'd give them the 20 or $50, whatever it took. So they, they, they live for today. And that's one thing to, to also consider with overseas is time. Time and money have completely different uh, viewpoints. Mm. Time, uh, so many cultures only live for today. They, they don't worry about tomorrow because they don't know about tomorrow. Rick, you've been to like 70 countries or something like that. I'm uh, not like you, Craig. You're the king, but I have been to 64 different countries on 75 international trips. There you go. You know, you're, you're the bottom, your bottom knows what an airplane seat feels like. That's for sure. I, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do as well. You were talking, we were talking during one of the breaks about a great trip that you and I had with a, uh, a new friend, uh, Dennis Hetzendorfer, to Uganda. Mm -hmm. Did you want to talk about that for a second? I just, it's, it's a nice footnote. Um, as I was describing location shooting a moment ago, I was thinking of that very trip where you and I and Dennis were in the heart of Africa in Uganda for several weeks and pulled out some marvelous video of humanitarian work done by, uh, um, what was it? Samaritan's Purse. Samaritan's Purse, yeah. And you directed that one so well. You were so well organized. Uh, it was an inspiration to Dennis and I. Uh, we would gather up the gear and meet with you and you would say, look, let's do this, let's do this. Oh, no, let's go do this and do this. And we, it was an exciting event. Uh, I, I would wish all of your listeners could spend time with you actually doing an event because uh, you have that very vision of creating something and being prepared for things not working the way you planned, but coming out with something that very often was very much better uh, living in the surroundings, being aware of what's going on, even if, like in that case, you had a platoon of soldiers around you, guarding you, as we were making deliveries of, of rice and food and medical equipment to the poor people in refugee camps there yeah. in the Uganda. Yeah. I, will, I will say to anyone that's going to mount an international shoot, a uh, couple of things. One is make sure your crew has enough time to, to rest before you actually, I, I, to actually shoot. I have been on trips where the client wanting to get every penny they can out of their crew. As soon as we arrive at the airport and get to the hotel, they get the gear, we're going to go shoot. And I'll go, you know, no, we just went through 11 time zones. No, 
We're going to take a shower. We're going to rest. We're going to have a nice little meal tonight. We'll start prepping things tomorrow. And they'll fight me on that. And I'll go, well, you know, we're just not going to work together again. We'll do the shoot for you and such. Put, try to put people in a good, clean, safe hotel. It doesn't have to be five-star, but something uh, where also the camera gear is safe. That's important. Uh, you want to make sure that there's good security at the hotel, good transport, and you want to be efficient and use your time wisely and also realize if you think it's going to be a three-day shoot, you probably need five because something's, <laughs> something's going to go wrong. The day that you wanted to shoot at the square, it rained or somebody got sick or mm. whatever it is. Always give yourself more time because time is either your best friend or time is your worst enemy. And, and I would add, Craig, to any media director or directors that are listening, that, um, the, uh, that the Lord himself, Jesus Christ, may teach all day long, but then he would retire to a garden or a quiet private place. That's what everybody needs. You need to refresh and regenerate. You can't go 24-7 when you're on a location. You will burn out, and the quality of the material back will not be what it should be. And you'll also have fractured relationships out of that, and that's not what the mm. gospel of Jesus Christ is, is about. Uh, a question I wanted to ask, amen to myself, well, a question I wanted to ask is if you had with all of your experience of thousands upon thousands of hours, maybe tens of thousands of hours of live directing experience, working uh, as head of television for some groups, program producing, editing, directing, audio, all that we've talked about in the last few minutes. You had a group of 100, 500 pastors in a room. They handed you a microphone and said, challenge them. What what would you say to a group of modern day right now pastors that have an interest in media? What advice would you give them? That's a great question, Craig. Uh, and the answer that I've never been asked that before. And I think my answer would be, gentlemen, you have to trust your media director. You have to trust us. I know you're great at the pulpit. You have a good, solid message. People are listening to you. But the presentation of what you're doing has to be tempered with the abilities of the people out here who understand television, understand what works, what doesn't work, what the viewer likes to see, what the viewer likes to hear, and how he hears it. So you have to trust the director. When he offers suggestions to you about getting the message across to the viewer better, please listen, evaluate. You may not necessarily have to do it. It is your choice, but you have to listen. You cannot think that you know it all. And because you've been doing it for 20 years that way in a church pulpit, that it's going to work equally well on the internet. It ain't so, pastors. Please listen to us. We are the professionals. Our heart is in it. We want it to be the best, and we could make it better for the viewers, and you could communicate that message even better with the input that we give you. And everyone said, including me, amen. Great time talking to you, Rick. I'm going to leave, leave our conversation on a high note right there. You, you said it even better than I imagined it would be. 
listen to your media directors uh, and they will guide you to how you take a live event uh, or taped and make it more presentable on an internet on television so that you'll reach more people and reach them more effectively. Thank you, Rick, for being our guest today. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure, Craig. Keep doing the marvelous work you're doing, sir. And you too. Thank you much. Thank you, everybody. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.